0: Well, well, well. Hello. Greetings, Chandler. Greetings. It's funny we always put on this like warm tone of voice for each other when we first start. When in real life, like we never actually like pick up the phone and say, "Well, well, well." <laughs> like, we get all sexy with each other, and like, we were. Can you imagine if we did? If that was our dynamic? Oh, well, well, well. Hello. Who are we <laughs> Who are you talking to? What are you wearing? Just my sister. Oh, what kind of family is that? Oh, that's how they do it in their family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so I just watched the latest episode of The Vow. You did. So did I. Yeah. I was pretty disappointed by the content of this week's episode. How did you feel? I... uh, how I how did I feel? Well, let me just tell you, I fell asleep twenty minutes in, <laughs> and then I will. Wo- that's why I texted you at eight twenty saying, "Can we start at eight forty five? Because wow. I was like, I want to sleep for twenty more minutes, and then need to do jumping <gasps> jacks. So you five. didn't even watch. You didn't even watch. No, it. I just kept sleeping, and then Are I. Did you ju- kidding? And then I did jumping jacks before we started Lauren, this episode really- to like get my m- mental mojo back, guys. I want you to know that I was having a lovely dinner with my roommates and I said, sorry guys, I gotta run. I'm gonna do some of these dishes later because I gotta go watch this episode before we record. Oh, I'm so sorry. And you fudging fell asleep because you don't care. And you weren't, you didn't, so you didn't even watch. You didn't even come prepared. Well, my commit you know me, my commitment to my own slumber when I get tired, just it usurps any other priority. It's funny because I'll ask you, like, do you want to record at nine? And you're like, that's so late. And <laughs> I consider myself to be someone who goes to bed early, but, like, you – it could be eight – the difference between 8.45 and nine, and you're like, oh, that is just so <laughs> late. Nine? Nine? <laughs> like, even if I want to call you at nine, it's like, oh, just call me in the morning. Like, it might as well be 4 a.m. Okay. The the truth of the matter is nine is like the wishing hour to me. Mm-hmm. It's it is very late. She Not, turns. I go to sleep at nine between nine and nine thirty, okay? And I wake up at six. Nine nine thirty, six. <laughs> nine <laughs> nine thirty, six. What where's the mystery, people? It's so funny because when I was staying with you, you would really fall asleep so early and then it would just be like Kagan and I hanging out. <laughs> Lauren would go to bed And we'd all be watching a show Like The Crown Lauren would fall asleep Kagan would be in his chair Like working Um (laughs) And I would just like, okay, I guess I'm just going to put in my headphones because like, I, I was sleeping on the couch. Yeah, because Kegun <laughs> stays up an extra three or four hours. Yes. past the point I go to bed. I had a, our, my friend last weekend, we got dinner and she said, okay, we're going to do dinner at eight o'clock Friday night. And I said, can we do any earlier? <laughs> That's <was> just <laughs> so late. <laughs> Unfortunately. Eight? <laughs> Eight? Eight for dinner that means we're not gonna be done till nine thirty, ten. 30 10 and i have to drive home i want until 10 45 i so late <laughs> okay i don't want to i don't want to i want to continue talking about the vow but i do maybe this is a perfect time to bring up this can i tell one story that's i swear 30 seconds <sighs> yeah tell it okay i just have one story i'm gonna tell it's i not... just have a story too okay super fast and it's on this tangent of me going to bed early. But there was one time I went went on a date with a guy. It was probably my fourth date. I was very, very into him. And the date was, is we were going over to his friend's house um, and his friend and his friend's girlfriend made us dinner. And we go over to a lovely beachfront home. I am very excited for this date. And I was very into this guy, and sometimes you know how when you are so, when like you're first dating someone, if you you get nervous and excited, and you kind of like don't eat as much as you used to, as you normally do because you're kind yeah. of all all nervous energy. Yep. So anyway, that date, I'm sorry, that day, I'd probably eaten half a peanut butter jelly sandwich or just something like very little, basically nothing. Anyway, so we're sitting at dinner, and these these people are like really into whiskey, and so they gave me a glass of whiskey on the rocks. Chandler, I kid you not. All I know is that I was sitting at dinner. I was sitting at dinner, and then I woke up in bed, and I literally I'd fallen asleep at the table. Somehow they put me to bed in a bed in their home. Continue. What date number is this? This was like date number four. Oh my gosh! So mortifying so mortifying and I just remember being so embarrassed and what guy was this this was this guy named Logan and so I went mm, I remember the Oceanside guy and so I went I remember I went out and nothing And it sounds like kind of weird like oh really but not it was not weird all my clothes were on you know like it was nothing weird had happened they had literally just I would fallen asleep at the table but then I um i i woke up like two in the morning and he was like laying down next to me on this bed i think he was all i remember is that i all i know is that i was like yo i gotta go home because at the time i still lived at home and i couldn't like sleep over places and so we kind of got into this like oh my gosh i do remember this quasi fight because i like made him drive me home in the middle of the night and i think he was like probably not in a place where he should have been driving i don't know and oh, oh because I, we were on beach road in capo beach and you ubers can't get in there that's right because the guard gate is so gnarly and so i had to get him to drive me to the guard gate so i could uber home and eventually just took me home or whatever but and he kind of scolded me like if you need to go home you should tell me like you can't just like i shouldn't know that anyway yeah. i mean logan was logan was in the right there i'm on set. team logan in this one I guess I was a, be hot a child mess okay? in my dating times, and I'm just—I'm right. positively narcoleptic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's really true. I've fallen asleep at um, multiple parties. Okay, what, Jen? What's your story? What are yeah. you thinking of? No, I mean, all on the subject of falling asleep early and liking falling asleep early and wanting to nurture that habit. I—I I, I as well fall asleep early. I don't think I fall asleep at nine thirty, but I like to fall asleep between. I like to have taken my melatonin promptly at 9:45 so that when 10:15 rolls around like I'm getting in the slumber zone
1: region um, okay
0: region yeah so recently I basically I've I had an encounter with this guy back when I first moved to San Francisco and we, he's basically been trying to take me on like an actual date and get to know me like um you know a proper gentleman mm-hmm. um since that, since July and since July but I was in Utah and whatever and covid so I finally get back, and he's like, okay, let's go out. Let's let's go out on Monday or Tuesday night. And I should have never agreed. This is just something I'm learning about myself because, honestly, 5 o'clock rolled around. And the thought of having to not get into the slumber zone around 8 or 9 p.m. was so crushing. Oh. And I, just, you know, I was going to s- screw over the rest of my week that I had to get out of it. I had to cancel on him. And so I've literally yep. now – I've now canceled on him like five times. It's a miracle. He texted me even this weekend and even after I canceled on him. But I just want to tell the listeners that if you're craving a high, if you're craving just something to recharge your soul, cancel on a date an hour before because it will make you feel so alive and like you have reclaimed your life and the, your time. Yeah. I truly feel this like in the depths of my bones, you saying this, like right. the, the desire to cancel a date is so real because it's it's just about the discomfort of having to get ready and then go and like sit somewhere. And even if it's fun, it's yep. just not as restful as Going to bed, alone and at home. (laughs) Yes, Uh, like honestly, the star even on a weekend, the stars have to align for me to be able to like get up the like energy to go on a date. Like I have to, I have to have like quasi fresh hair, and my black skinny jeans have to fit like just right. If those stars are not aligning, right, there's no shot that there's no way that I'm like gonna follow through, and that I'm not gonna flake. I feel like I very rarely ever cancel on dates, but there was one time when I was in the bath. And I was probably about 40 minutes from getting picked up for a date. And this is, I was getting picked up for a date by this, a man named Ahmed Ahmed. I love how I'm just saying names here, but none of these yeah, people. First
1: and last names. None of these, people,
0: he had the same first and last name. Uh, none of these people listen to our podcast or yeah, or I'm in touch with, so it's fine. Anyway, Chandler, I literally was in the bathtub and I texted him. I'm so sorry. My sister just got in a car crash. I can't- <laughs> <laughs> I can't come tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh, my sister got into a car crash. It's such a good one. <laughs> the- I didn't want to have to at- answer too many questions about, like, oh, okay, your car, like it's still outside your apartment. Like, right, I, right. I was trying to make it somewhat vague enough.
2: Family, so emergency, family- emergency
0: is like too serious. Like, you don't want to hit him with family emergency because then they could follow up with, do you need anything?
2: totally sister car
0: crash is it's like the perfect balance of like okay you're in a crisis i actually don't want to be involved at all bye yeah and 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 you're not in date and i told him everyone's fine but i gotta go help her (sighs) and beautiful and i just continued to luxuriate in that bath for another hour and no part of me regretted it and i still don't regret that lie it was a beautiful evening of resting A beautiful evening. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to use my sister got into a car crash, (laughs) but I I don't have any family that lives like near me, but still, we can talk about it. You could be needed for emotional support. Also, I want to caveat that we do have some male listeners that may or may not know me who do listen to this. I want you to know that I don't, I don't mean to treat men poorly. I'm not trying to treat men poorly, but honestly, sometimes it's just really hard to get up the energy to go on a date. Yeah, it is. It is. I I fully support you. I think it's fine. I think guys must feel the same way. Right. Like it's hard for anybody. And I do appreciate like, you know, men who take the initiative to ask me out. And I like, you know, eventually go on all those dates. I just probably cancel three to four times before because it's exhausting. (laughs) I think it's the first date is always just the most Like exhausting mentally to think about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you don't know what you're getting yourself into, and you don't like them enough to be excited about it to to get over that hurdle. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, all right. So, should we move on to more to less sleepy topics, perhaps? Yeah, honestly. I'm exhausted. Perchance. I already want to cancel on this podcast. Yeah. So my sister got into a car accident. I can't record anymore. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. We just got a text. Our sister got into a car accident. That's it, folks. That's it this week. 20-minute episode. We'll see you next time. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Episode 26. <laughs> totally. Um, We got we got distracted, but we were really talking about the matter at hand. And the matter at hand, the sleepy matter at hand is just that. Like, the, t- the turn that the series of that has taken for both of us. Mm. It's taken a total. Let's just say that I'm finding every episode to be less and less enthralling. Which is interesting because if you do some Googling, there's actually way crazier stuff about this right. cult. So I was expecting it to just get weirder. I think this is going to be a one episode that's less interesting. I actually have a lot of hope for episodes eight and nine. Here's what's happening. I just, like, don't really want to hear about um, India's mother. Like, I don't want to hear about India's mother texting anymore, which I feel like is what makes up, like, the majority <laughs> of the episodes. It's like, I just sent India this text, and then she's <laughs> dissecting it with everyone. She said, like, well, I can feel Keith... Keep- you know, what he's going to say when she gets this. And I just, I can't, I can't handle that anymore. It's just not interesting. I can't see any more like stock footage of, or of (laughs) India. It's like India's mom looking out the window (laughs) and like shaking her head and various different like couch positions. India's mom just driving around LA so forlorn. (laughs) It needs to be called, it needs to be called like India's mother ruining the day she brought her daughter to the Nexium self help seminar. That is the theme. A A mother's dread, a mother's anguish. Truly, yeah. I'm at my wit's end. I actually don't even care what happens to the two of them anymore. I just like to have some new characters. Wait, can I tell you what my favorite part of the entire episode was? Because we did get a... The one ju- you didn't watch? No, I, I watched like... Okay, I watched the first 30 minutes of it or whatever. Okay. We did okay. get an ex-girlfriend telling the tale of, you know, da- I thought the parts about the early parts of the business that he started yes. and his ex-girlfriend, yes. that was very interesting. That I could was, have like, used that, a that, whole like- episode of that. Totally, that felt like net new information. Right. India's mom struggling is not net new information. India's mom's like like woeful gazes are really <laughs> at this point, uh, yeah, not net new, as Chandler would say. But I think that the the best part of the whole episode of what I've watched was when. India's mother asked her mom to have Charles call the Dalai Lama. And then the (laughs) cameraman was like, Who's Charles? And she's like, Oh, Prince Charles. Yeah. That was like very cool to have someone just to have someone like, I love that peek into that whole world where someone just refers to Prince Charles as Charles. Can you have Charles call the Dalai Lama? Yeah. That was very cool. Yeah. Was, that? There's a reason why India's mom is getting more than one episode devoted to her. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'd just, i actually like to see more of her, like, royal adjacent <laughs> life more than actually her mother, you know, daughter bond decaying. <laughs> yeah. To, to, we, let's just transition to a history of her princess mother.
2: Oh, that yeah. That would be interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. Chan, can we actually continue down the royal path for a second? Let's keep going. I actually have a new royal development in my own life. So with all my new free time from canceling on dates, I've done an exploration of meaning. And basically, I like sitcoms and funny shows, but I don't actually really watching them. Like, I like seeing them in memes and watching them every now and then. But, like, I want to wind down every day with a true drama, okay? Interesting. That's why The Crown, Succession... Like, some of these, like, more heavy, dark dramas, like, really speak to me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I search for. So, I needed a new show. Faith has always recommended the show Victoria to me. And I finally decided to, like, buck up and get through the first couple of episodes. And Lauren. It is so good. Really? Yes. Okay, guys. It's a PBS show, but it is sexy as frick. I'm only on episode five, but... There is a lot of sexual tension between Queen Victoria and her Prime Minister, and then eventually her husband. But it's not like fully sexy. It's just like a lot of heavy breathing in like a corseted dress type of sexual tension. A lot of stolen glances. Yes. And like hand kisses that are like a little too long. A little too long and lingering. So it's amazing. And I'm just really grateful that PBS pushed the envelope with that one. Wow. Okay. Well, that's actually a very, I love the recommendation because I have had a few people recommend Emily in Paris to me. Okay. Have, have you heard about it? Is a funny show? I don't know if I watched watch it if it's funny. It's not, it doesn't seem to be funny. It just seems, I've only watched the first 10 minutes and I'm probably going to alienate a bunch of people by what I say next, but it seems very Mary Kate and Ashley like in a, or yeah, it seems like a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Like they're in a new, you know, it's like, it's just about like a girl and she gets this dream job in Paris going there for a year. Hmm. It just seems so kind something of. Something that would never happen for either of us. It's something that just basically happens for no one, essentially. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, like the first 10 minutes were so trite to me. I, I feel very much like disney E reviewing a podcast.
2: but right. I, I'm not Is gonna lie; funny? it seems
0: seems kind of vapid. Uh, so I don't know. Should I push through? People, let me know if I should push through and watch all of Emily in Paris because it seemed kind of dumb. It has it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. Lily okay. Collins' eyebrows annoy me, but so maybe I'd, yeah, I'd be willing to. Uh, uh, a girl from the Midwest is hired to provide an American perspective at a marketing firm in Paris. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Okay. I work in advertising. I work in marketing. No one's getting that job. Exactly. And okay. And I'm just looking at Rotten Tomatoes. The aggregator doesn't work for Netflix reviews. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so really... that's a false statistic. So that's a false statistics for sure. Fake news. Fake, Fake news. news. Okay. Um. So I'm not sure if I'm going to continue with Emily and Paris, but, you know, Pe- readers, let me know. Send me your thoughts because I had a few people like send in and say they wanted our thoughts on it and my thoughts so far is I don't – I don't know. I need you to I tell me. I feel like we said similar things about love life and love life was really good. No, but love life – here's the difference. Literally, Emily in Paris, the first 10 minutes is her boss is randomly pregnant and – Tells her that she, like, she has this one that has to go to Paris. And she tells her boyfriend. And her boyfriend's like, you're going to be gone? What? And then she shows up in Paris. And there's no elevator. And, like, well, Love Life just had interesting music. Interesting. It was just, it was very unique from the very beginning. And Emily in Paris could not be more cliché. Right. Love Life had some an actual dose of, like, realism and, like, real life and what dating is really like. Mm -hmm. Emily and Paris, like, it sounds like they're not showing when the boyfriend's like, oh, you're going to move to Paris? Cool. I'm actually good with that. Like, I think our relationship should probably end right now. That would have been an interesting start off. Right. Or, like, the boss... Like who gets pregnant, who who says she has to go in her stead, being like, yes, they're actually going to pay you a lot less, and you're going to be an intern, so you're going to have to ask your parents for money to support yourself (laughs) while you live over there, but it's a great opportunity. totally exactly no when like she gets to her apartment the basically the this is where i stopped watching <laughs> she takes a selfie and it's like a room with the view and it's just like uh-huh. this this gorgeous little apartment like with this stunning view of paris oh gosh, and no. i'm just like just something a little too cloying a little too sugary for me but let me know listeners if you think i should persevere yeah happy to no, I was asking the listeners, not you. But oh, I said, you're- I, yeah, I was responding for you. I was like, she's happy to persevere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so moving on from Emily in Paris and Victoria, I just want to, can we do a little bit more royalty? Because we got we got um, some flack this week for our comments last what? week. Yeah, what comments? What flack? Does the girl comes back? <laughs> okay, no, it wasn't really flack, but I would say it was. Uh, it was. It was pushback from an OG, mm-hmm. from okay, an OG okay. pop apologist listener, and actually a, a dear friend, uh, Brooke, yes. who you yes. know, said, yes. "I need to chime love in." Brooke. Love her, love her forever. She said, "I need to chime in." Brooke on the- is. I just want to say one thing about Brooke. Brooke is the most. Fun, supportive gal. We've known her since, what, we were, like, infants? Since I've known about a Brooke Goodsell for as long as I can remember memories. I think, well, her name now is Brooke Wilkinson, but yes. We Sorry. Have, but yes, we've known Brooke since we were young children, and so she's always been a beacon, and now she, we are honored to call her a listener. But uh-huh, she's a critical uh-huh. listener uh, as of she last is. week. She gives us some feedback, and the note we got last week was, I need to chime in on the Megan and Kate saga just to give some more info. I heard that Megan forbade Harry to participate in a lot of his family traditions, like church hunting and family Christmas at their country castle. So maybe maybe Kate felt like she was tearing her husband's best friend slash brother away, question mark? Just a thought. I think Megan is beautiful, but I'm team Kate forever. Love the pod today. I w- she said, love the pod today. I would rescue you girls from Albany's clutches any day. <laughs> so thank. first of all, thank you for being willing to go all the way to Canada to retrieve us from Keith Ranieri Albanese seminars. in New York. I know. I'm just kidding. But second, Brooke, I'm sorry. I- I'm sorry to say this, but I do think you have unwittingly fallen prey to some fake news. Because Megan, so okay, here are the claims I have to refute. The first is that she didn't let Harry go to church, but Megan was actually baptized into the Church of England to marry Harry and is Christian and religious. So that one is like just totally not accurate. Also, so- back to our, old, our other episode, "Sitting With You, what red-blooded American woman doesn't want her husband at a church? Amen. What could be hotter? What could be hotter? I'm pretty sure Megan listens to that Sam Hunt song whenever Harry's not around just to, you know, maybe just have a few moments to herself. And yeah, I think she agrees with us. Men who love the Lord are hot. Okay. The second claim was that she forbade him from hunting. So this stems from a weird rumor in the British tabloids that Megan's vegan. And so there was a lot of negative publicity around Megan, like vegan Megan forbids Harry from hunting with his family or vegan Megan is a pain at all royal events or whatever. But if you remember, really, if you're, I don't mean to throw any shade, but if you're a student of this royal couple, if you're a student of the House of Windsor, (laughs) you would know that they got engaged over a roast chicken dinner that they made together megan is not vegan were they at like a cabin or something when did they get they were at where his did they go house to get engaged? they were in no they were at home i think i'm thinking of kate and and william they got married in some like far away cabin kate and william okay so kate no no kate and william got engaged in africa uh um, what i think yes. they were like at some like lodge like some cozy lodge ski or like ski cabin are you sure they were in Africa when they got engaged? I mean, engaged? L- look it up. Why don't we just look it up? We can see who the real student of Windsor is right now. Maybe it's like the honeymoon. Maybe I'm thinking of their honeymoon. I know taking quite longer than I anticipated. I can't get anything conclusive. Let's continue on. Okay, well, Prince William and Kate had their engagement on the 20th of October, 2010, whilst on holiday in Kenya at Lua Safari Camp within the Lua Wildlife Conservancy. So... I'm sorry, Chandler, but you are disproven. Uh, Fine. I'll take it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, sorry. Fake news on that again. Megan's not vegan, and she definitely didn't forbade him from hunting. Totally was fine with hunting. Not wrong. Hold on. Sorry, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Sorry, I have some more information. This is why I've been thinking about this. I'm not a spreader of fake news. They had signed a guest book at Rintundu Cabin at the foot of Mount Kenya around the time, which suggests it was the magical place where their engagement happened. Okay, so we were both right. We were both right, but for different reasons. Wonderful. Okay, so what you're not going to get from this podcast is fake news, because the veracity of what's coming out of the pop-apologist's mouths, it's always on point. But the hunting thing is totally based on falsification that Megan's vegan. That is a rumor with a capital R. The last claim Brooke said is that she forbade him from also attending family Christmas at their country castle. Yes. Every year the queen has Christmas with the entire royal family at Sandringham, her, you know, retreat estate or whatever. And every year from in 2017, they got engaged. Every year after that, they w- did Christmas in Sandringham, except for just this last year when they were planning Mexit and, like, basically it had had enough and were like completely done with the royals. So before that, they had attended. She's not wrong. She had attended two. No, she is wrong because they had been to they had been to every single Christmas before Mexit. Well, it just takes one. No, 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 no. They. Megan was fully, fully, fully on board to be a supportive wife and, like, give her, you know, life to that family. And that family screwed it up. You have to remember, Brooke, that Lauren has drank the Founding Freedom (laughs) Kool-Aid. So take this all with a grain of salt. She's like a, a Meg freaking apologist. This podcast should now be called like Meghan Markle Apologist. It's true. <laughs> I, the found, founding freedom had the exact effect it, it was supposed to, as Chandler pointed out last episode. But I'm just going to say that I think that the real reason that there's so much tension between the couples is because Harry and Prince William are at each other's throats. Or they have serious, serious, serious beef with each other. And we uh, the last time, actually, all the Bledsoe sisters were together in St. George, we actually had a full three-hour discussion about this. And we even included our wonderful grandmother, like (laughs) 85-year-old grandmother. And we all discussed this. And we all believe it's because Kate... I'm sorry. It's because William cheated on Kate. We read like an entire analysis to our grandma about like when and how and when how this went down and all the signs basically you know the we we think that harry took the position of like this is what our dad did to our mom how could you do this to kate like how dare you continue on this like infidelity tradition right exactly and that is actually the root of where all the tension lies And obviously, Kate did not want to share the spotlight as we discussed last episode. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, Mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my Mm -hmm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. can i talk to you about a product that you love that courtney loves and that i love please early bird cbd gummies are so phenomenal everyone they are the perfect 2.5 milligrams of thc and 12.5 milligrams of cbd so this concoction it gives you the warmest gooeyest feeling they have the magic formula i love the watermelon flavor that's my favorite I also love using them when I know I need to get a good night's sleep and I can sleep in. You guys, we love early bird CBD so much. We reach out to them to see if they'd be interested in sponsoring the show because we were like these products, (laughs) these gummies, everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com, use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off earlybirdcbd.com pop apologist 20 for 20% off do yourself a favor try the gummies they ship to all 50 states everybody you got to try it earlybirdcbd.com anyway i rest that those are my those are my responses to the allegations brooke we welcome your rebuttals we will they will be addressed should they be submitted <laughs> okay chan can we discuss um the Melania recordings about Christmas. I mean, I would say these are more infamous tapes than the Donald Trump tapes, locker room talk. I think what's what's so funny is everyone should know the October before the election is the gnarliest time for news. They wait, they wait and save everything up for the couple of weeks before the election, because that's when people are the most influenced, because otherwise right. they get over it. So they just release the tax returns and and people, you know, I, I'm not sure how much people honestly really care. There's a lot of jokes about that he only paid $750 in taxes, whatever. Um, and I think we're trying to keep this podcast apolitical, definitely. But we could not ignore this recording of Melania talking about Christmas decorating. So I'm just going to play, play it. Okay. And then, uh, Chan, I think we should do a little analysis. Let's do it. Okay. They say I'm more I'm I'm the same like him i support him i don't no. say enough i don't do enough no it's, where, it, where i am they, i put the, i'm working like a asthma, my ass i know that christmas stuff that you know who gives a f- about christmas stuff and decoration but i need to do it right
1: yeah but a hundred percent
0: you have and no then, choice and okay and then i do it and i say that i'm working on
2: christmas uh, planning for the christmas and they said oh what about the children that they were separated give me break uh, where where
1: they were saying
0: anything when obama did that okay so we'll stop it there because it starts (laughs) to get a little political but i just want to say i've never loved melania trump more um she is every woman complaining about having to decorate the effing house for christmas I would just like to think that the first lady is sitting in a room with renderings from some Christmas architect, like approving color schemes and, right. and build outs and huge floral arrangements. I highly doubt she's like, all right, can I have a, the, the 20 foot ladder over here? I got to put lights <laughs> above the Lincoln bedroom and I got to do that before noon, okay? No, absolutely not. It's like the Kardashians. Like A team comes in with like beautiful storyboards and then you're just supposed to, while you lay on your couch with a green juice, you're just supposed to point to what you like and what you don't like. Exactly. How does that translate to working your ass off? That is where I'm confused. It doesn't. I I have to know. I have to know what for Melania means working your butt off because I'm not going to keep cussing lest I get another threatening text from mom. Right. But I just thought that was so funny and you know what also I'll say that mom probably complained half as much as Melania just did and she made it a thousand times more magical magical than any White House Christmas I've seen. Our Christmases were magical as children and I don't want the record to reflect anything else. Christmas truly started like the beginning of November and I already am like depressed for my future children with how little I'll probably do. Totally. Well okay and but that's a little bit the double standard like Now that I am a betrothed woman, it's like, do I, do I, is it my responsibility to decorate the house for Christmas? It's always like the last thing I want to spend my money on is decorations, like something I can pull out once a year that I don't even get to wear. Exactly. I don't have space to store it. No. And then I feel like, am I a bad homemaker because I'm not creating a Christmas environment for my fiance? And that's the kind of BS that women have to deal with. Right. Right. Basically, they're on neuroses. Just but. get yourself a pine cedar candle from Target and call it good. Wait, this is so funny. I googled Melania Trump Christmas, and the first news article reads, "I'm with Melania on her grump about grassly Christmas stuff." <laughs> I guess it's a shared, it's a shared irritation. Truly. Okay, so that was a super hilarious headline this week. Um. Sorry, you guys, if that got even the least bit political. We really want to keep this pod a reprieve from all things politics. And in that vein, we're going to be moving on to our interview. We're going to end the episode with our interview with our dear friend Kelsey Chan. Do you want to tell everyone? Guys, we have a very special guest, Kelsey, who came forward after listening to last week's episode with her tale of Nexium. And her run-in with the cult. Exactly. First-hand knowledge back in 2015. And so we're just going to let the interview speak for itself and enjoy. Enjoy. Well, well, well. Today, y'all, we are joined by a very special guest. A guest who came forward after last week's episode, All About Nexium, Came out of the ether. Yes. (laughs) To give us her inside scoop on the sex cult. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me just let that Chandler, I love you. You're doing great. But that was a little awkwardly worded. So I was gonna tell our <laughs> listeners that yes, we had our episode about Nexium, and then we got a message from our dear friend that was that basically said, I listened to the episode, and then I went to go watch the documentary, and I realized I was actually approached and I won't spoil the story, but has a history now with Nexium.
1: Oh man, guys, it was so crazy. I really just was like, it, it just hit me on Friday that I like when I started watching it. I was like, wait a second, I know exactly what this is, and like I thought that maybe like let's back up. Yeah, yeah. So, like walk us through your whole journey. Like you were listening to the podcast. Then what so happened? Listening to the podcast, I stopped the podcast because you guys said like if you don't want spoilers, go watch the show. So I watched the show and like five minutes in, I'm like, okay, this kind of sounds familiar, but I'm not really sure if this is the exact thing that I went to. And, but so then it goes for exactly, sorry to interrupt you, but really quick, what exactly sounds, sounded familiar about it? Good question. I don't even, I I actually like, it wasn't, it was when it showed, well, I, I kept, okay. So it said ESP, like when it got to the ESP part. And I, like, searched in my inbox, and there was, like, an email that said, like, ESP, like, in 2015. Oh, my God. <gasps> wow. And, and, okay, so wait, I need to start over because I don't want to, like, like so, okay, 2015. I just moved to New York. Um, I was, like, super poor, super broke. Like, I... My, my friend was like, hey, this thing, like I've been going to it. And I still couldn't like really get any answers out of it. I remember just being like, well, will you just tell me what it is? Because I'm like very hesitant about what you're talking about because you're talking about nothing. And mm-hmm. so I was like, this is very confusing. She's like, just meet me at this time at this place. And I was like, fine. I had hardly any friends at this time. I was just like, whatever. I'm trying to make it in New York. And did that,
0: did she say like it was this thing that's totally changed my life, or did she she just she say like it was just a like, great? I've meeting.
1: been doing this thing, and I kept being like, well, what's the thing? Yeah, like, it was just so vague, and and she was just like, no, 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 just trust me. Like, if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to do it. Okay. So I like go up town to like this random place in the middle of nowhere, and like it, it was I was just like confused. Like we met in the back of a deli. Okay. And what? Like it wasn't some like Marriott boardroom. Well, we go to the office eventually. Okay. Uh, oh at my god. Like me, and he's like talk. He, so I meet this guy, Mark. Like yes, Mark Elliot. You guys like the guy that like was cured from Tourette's. Oh, the guy, that was there. My gosh. So he's like telling me the story, and like he's like, okay, here's the thing. Like we can change your life. And Wait, is he
0: telling you specifically, like, are you guys having a one-on-one conversation or is he, like, one-on-one. giving us lesson?
1: We're having a one-on-one conversation, but my friend who's, like, a part of it who took me there, like, was also there.
0: Okay. Like, as were, my
1: you were you playing volleyball? <laughs> I was not playing volleyball. Also, I want to say that I am shocked that you guys are kind of intrigued by Keith because he's disgusting. <laughs> Oh, I mean, he, like he does something for me. I don't. Honestly, get
0: it. there is like a sincere warmth there, and I do feel like even from prison, he would listen to me over the phone. <laughs> yes, and really, just like relate to what I have to say and see me even <laughs> over the phone.
1: Okay, now you guys can understand why people get sucked into this, though. Like totally. Like I, so I'm at the deli, and he's like, "Okay, do you want to like see where we do this?" and i still not sure what this
0: is. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> so we go up to like this like walk up like three story random dark office. It's night. So it's just the three of us at this office. You, me, you, my your friend, friend and Mark, Mark Elliot. Okay. And oh my we gosh. sit down on this couch and i just remember like he's just basically we're having an EM no but I'm like still don't know what that is until literally I watched the show and I was like oh my second. like that's what I did like I was sitting there crying (gasps) about like what I was doing wrong in my life and how like like I remember at the end I was like oh my gosh like I'm about to change my life like this is really I had a like real job like I was just like floating what kind of questions like Was
0: he asking, like, what, how did you get to, like, this state of just being, like, what is this, what is going on, what is this, to, like, I'm about to, like, have my whole life changed?
1: I don't even know, because I, it, like, was so long ago, that, and I kind of, like, blocked it out, to be honest, because it freaked me out. Okay. It was just, like, so intense, and, but, like, I don't really, it was more just, like, me talking about having anxiety and, like, depression, and him being, like, and you know what, we can change that. Like, it was just so, like, kind of turning it around on me and saying like we can fix that and that's why you should do this, basically. Interesting. It's amazing. And it was like so wild because I like signed the papers and like gave my credit card information. Oh, what? It's like, Wait, did he say like how does okay, how he did we he he like, get there? All oh, about this paperwork. And he was like, I just really like, I feel like this would be really good for you. He oh, he tells me the Tourette story, which I'm like yeah. My mind is blown. Right, like he, this guy just got cured, and just like all these stories. And the thing is, I'm still weirded out. Like even the whole time being like, I still don't really understand what you do.
0: Like, right, totally. Just totally. Is it like sold to
1: you as like a church or like a be- like a behavioral it's therapy more, like, or like a class? I think it, it's more like a class. Like they showed me the room. Like I didn't go in it, but they were like, that's the room where we do our. I can't even remember what they called them. Maybe like. What are they called? Like, Lauren, like, do you
0: remember? The seminars? No, like there's like, like a, me- there's like, a like their name though for
1: like, for like, like their group. meeting. Oh, intensives. Intensives. Yes. yes. But I still am like, I still don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. So, well, well, okay,
0: really quick, like, sorry to totally derail us for a second, but this friend of yours, is this friend, like, someone you met at yoga, someone you met, like, reading poetry in Central Park? Like, who is this person, yes, and like do like they seem credible? She's
1: great. She's very, okay, sweet. this is, she's, so like,
0: like, a legit friend. A
1: legit friend. Okay. And, she, and the thing is, she'd been doing it, and she'd been loving it. Yeah. But, she, and, and she was – so she was like – but she was very supportive. She was like, if you don't like this, like, you don't have to do this. I'm not trying to pressure you. Yeah. And I didn't – I definitely didn't feel pressure from her at all. Okay.
0: okay. So, but. okay. So so you – so she really sucks you in just by telling you that this thing has kind of, like, really helped her and is amazing. Yeah. And then you hear Mark's story in this strange, like, office apartment walk up by a deli – or above a deli, and like Mark's story is so convincing because that honestly is miraculous to have someone cured of Tourette's that you share like things that you're vulnerable about. So you kind of have this like moment where you've all like shared type of deal. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Also at this point, are you attracted to Mark Elliot? Because I'm not going to lie. I think Mark Elliott's pretty hot.
1: I actually was not at all, but that really? is so funny because when I saw him, I was like, I f- that guy seems so familiar. Like seriously, I don't know what took me so long for all this to click, but I was just like watching him on the show and I was like, I did oh that guy. <laughs> this
0: is so crazy. Okay. So, okay. So, so you they, give like, him your credit card. Yeah. But like, how do they even card. say like, they say like it costs money. I
1: swear he like, like pulled, like whipped out papers behind his back or something like this like contract and like, Was basically like, okay, like, are you ready to sign up for the 12 course series or whatever? Right, right.
0: So it can probably handle your whatever you've got going on because you obviously don't have some like crazy disorder. So you're like, yeah, sign me up. It sounds great.
1: And it was funny too because I was broke when I was doing this, but I was like, I'm going to go into credit card debt for this. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, gosh. you're right. It's like, it's worth it. It's going to cure me. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to like, I'm going to find a job that's going to like make everything better and it will be all worth it in the end. Like I can't I, afford was so not convincing. to do this. Right.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So you pay the money.
1: I I put my credit card information on this paper and I okay. fill out all the paperwork. Okay. And then I, I go home and i'm kind of like weirded out and i remember even telling my mom like i'm doing this thing she was like hey this is weird what are you doing and but i still was like you know what like i just need to make a change like this could be so great like i was still into it mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um he kept calling me like i don't know if he was just trying to like make sure that i wasn't going to run or like i don't he was just like definitely trying to recruit me yeah and i i don't know how long after it took for me to just be like, this is so not me. What am I doing? Because my biggest thing was that I was scared about and then I kept asking my friend is like, do I have to like talk in front of a group? Do I have to like mm. do things that make me uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, yeah, like you're out of your comfort zone. And I was like, I already have anxiety thinking about this. Like, I don't yeah. want to do this. Yeah. Right. And all I wanted her to do was be like, this is what you do. It's not scary. But because you're like not really supposed to talk about what happens in the meetings and she couldn't really explain it either. I was just like, I still am confused. The whole time I'm still confused. Even watching the show, I'm like, I still don't really understand what's going on. Right. Well, yeah, like they don't ever say anything. They talk so
0: much, but they literally are saying nothing. It's like gobbledygook.
1: Exactly. So Um, wait, okay.
0: So did you, okay, sorry, continue.
1: No. So then I freak out and I tell Mark, to that I don't want to do it anymore and I want him to like rip up my contract basically and he's like calling me calling calling me like let's meet up let's meet up I like trying to probably convince me again yeah and then course. I just like I just stopped like responding and I told him to stop like trying to reach me and I canceled my credit card <gasps> oh my gosh I was so freaked out right so did you ever end up going to any sort of class no I did not Okay. God. Wow. I mean, friend was doing it for like a few months and like, really.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, first I want to say, I think what's really interesting about it is like all the people who do it, they say, they say basically, I felt like I need to make a change in my life. And like, this could really help me. But truthfully, every single person has stuff that they exactly, should right. work on. Right. Like no one is perfect, no one's right. life is perfect. So this would apply to actually everyone. If you're above the age of 7 you, or like honestly of 20, things have happened to you. You've got stuff to work through. No matter, you know, no matter how perfect your life has been, like everyone has their own issues. So I think what's so interesting is it like it almost makes people think that they need this whole big self-help seminar if they have anything to work on in your life, but that's actually just the human condition,
1: right? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, like and you
0: don't I, get to a state of perfect integration and perfection, right? Ever. And, and I just think it like feels good to like have these cathartic moments, like totally. It's, it's like going to therapy, but it's like group therapy, and you're paying money for it, so it feels like extra worthwhile. And like you see other people having results from it, so like I don't know, it's just like anything else. That like kind of tricks you into thinking, you know, you need, um, you like need something that you don't.
1: Well, and I think too, like being here, it's like such a community thing. I'm sure mm-hmm. that like just like finding those other people, and you're like all working through something in the same way, is probably mm-hmm. really appealing. So- totally, I feel like that's half of like religion in general. Exactly. It's just like,
0: yeah. oh, it's my community. It's how I like understand the world around me. Mm-hmm. Was Mark wearing a sash when you met him?
1: <laughs> Not wearing a sash. Oh, that I never even heard Mark of the better. sashes until I watched the show. That's
0: so funny. They must only be worn in like
1: the private in, in, meetings. In the private meetings, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, can
0: you can I ask how your friend, like did she, she, she only did it for a few months. Like how was her experience? Where is she now?
1: She's still here. I mean, she's doing great, I think. I don't. I don't know much about it, but. She's like you should really send her the it. link
0: to the documentary and see I what she has to say. she's watching it.
1: She's watching it, so I'm oh, curious so, what she has to say about it.
0: Okay, so so you know for a fact she's like not in Xiam anymore.
1: She's not in Xiam anymore.
0: Oh, and so she kind of so she was like so I
1: don't think that it ever got like weird for her.
0: She didn't go far enough off. She up didn't the stripe, go to Albany. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't go to Albany. Oh. Uh. She didn't go to V Week. V
1: Week, oh. I kind of want
0: guys. V Week looks really fun. She never hit a volleyball. Listen,
1: I never want to play volleyball with Vanguard.
0: <laughs> Don't you want to go to a midnight volleyball game and then hit on a guy who's five one? I mean, that's like basically.
2: <laughs> I oh
0: think my that God. the strangest thing too is how like did you get to the episode where him and Allison kiss at volleyball? Like that was the strangest yes. moment to me. Yes.
1: The like only the, one I haven't watched is Last Nights. Did you guys watch ugh, Last Nights? We did. Yes. It's okay, a little I bit of a disappointment. To... Oh, Honestly, no. the past two
0: episodes Lauren and I were talking about, like, it, it's too much about India's mom, like, driving around West L.A. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and texting, and texting. Oh, Lots I of tried, concerned like, texts.
1: I tried to, like, look up India, and, like, her Instagram shows no, like, are there any, like like, parts where she's just not on Instagram? Like, nothing shows that she was in Albany. Really?
0: Wait, wait, you mean India's Instagram history is that of a totally normal person? Yes. Interesting. I mean,
1: I might need to go back and look further, but I was, like, trying to get some hints.
0: So Harvey Weinstein drama was all 2018, basically, right? Or, like, late or early 2019. So this is – so I'm guessing that India was probably like still in Nexium in 2018, so like, is there some really is there Instagram history be behind I mean, that or before yes, that?
1: Yes, but I'm gonna have to go look and fact check myself. Interesting. Oh my gosh! Wait, do you guys want me to read you this email from Mark? Yes, yes. please. I mean, it's pretty basic, but it's just funny. So he says, "Hi Kelsey, it's Mark Elliot here. It was a pleasure to meet you on Friday. I'm really excited for you, and I'm sure." My friend is as well. Um, Your application should be processed today or Monday. Um, They always charge people 30 days before the start date of their course. Your ethos starter is confirmed for October 24th, so they'll charge you the full amount within 30 days. As a reminder, since you paid in full, if you take 12 classes within three months and you think the class has added no value to your life, you can ask for a full refund. I highly doubt that will be the case for you, but know that it's there. There's a return policy, which is like interesting, right? Yes.
0: I honestly, it makes me want to just do the course, like just just to report back, and then I'll get my money back. I return everything, you guys. Hey, wait, is,
1: is next still a thing? Like, I don't all? know. I'm willing to go, like Google it right now. I'm gonna see if I can, like, literally sign up for a next course. Can we get like, a group on my my work laptop? Can we get a group on? <laughs>
0: Be incredible! Just get like a bunch of that'll be our first pop apologist retreat. Is we'll all meet up at a group at a group Yay. on Nexium Court <laughs> course Look, V Week looks freaking fun. Yeah, it does. I'm not, not like seeing a link. Yes. Okay, so was there any hostility from your friend when you stopped attending? No, no, no. not at all. Okay, and then and then did you notice okay. a profound shift in her toward darkness when she left Nexium? <laughs>
1: No, not at all. Okay. I actually, I should like get some more information on it and then maybe have to report back to you. Maybe she'll yeah. talk to me about it more. I'm not sure.
0: Oh, maybe this could be a returning segment for next week and you could yes. just give us yes. any additional yes. intel or she could come on even as well. Yes.
1: Just stay anonymous. She could be like Jane. Yeah. Perfect. Show. Perfect.
0: Exactly. Because honestly, I mean, she might, we don't want Keith Ranieri to get her information because he, you, as you can tell, if he has a bone to pick, you're screwed.
1: <laughs> wait, I don't, I still don't even know, like, what's going on with Keith right now? I think, okay, wait, we can't spill it. Oh, okay. We can't it. Oh, oh, we can't it. Okay, okay, I mean, that's like a you're huge right. spoiler. Okay, okay, wait.
0: Also, last question for the group. As uh, three ladies who blow dry their hair, do we think that Keith blow dries his hair with a round brush? 100%. A <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure. I think he has like a Dyson even in prison.
1: David, <laughs> okay, don't it, you think it's weird that the house that they live in with like all the women? Yes. There's so much stuff in there.
0: It was so cluttered. It was honestly like a really ugly, like rundown house. Also, and like, then more, like,
1: it's there, like, so confusing.
0: It reminded me of like some weird Provo house that just has like too much stuff and mis- like mas- m- mismatched couches with like roommates and then, that left it yes. from behind exactly also what's weird is that i feel like they don't touch on well maybe this is a spoiler that's fine i mean oh well but for the it's not it's, it's not a real spoiler but in the series they talk about a woman
1: who allegedly
0: had a kid with him and oh, then left yeah, and then
1: just they, they just, just like, drop that drop that they yes. never said anything about that it's
0: so strange but like all of the scenes of like the women laying on the couch and like keith laying in their lap are like so gross to me it's honestly like they're all, like, 22-year-olds who live in some weird, like, polyamorous, like, Berkeley house. Mm-hmm. And and they still, you know, are getting their degree, but they just never actually left. Like, that's the that's the living standard of that house. To- totally yes. the vibe. Totally. They're also very, like, granola women, for lack of a better term.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it's just interesting. Like, they're, like, yeah, just very, like, normal-looking brunettes. And I don't know. Like, it's not like Keith is, like – this you know connoisseur of like models i mean i think he has a limited pool right like literally it's it's like if but you I, if your pool of people that you're gonna sleep with we're at the bottom of a pyramid scheme <laughs> i i you really it is a limited you know thing and then they also have to basically worship you so like i don't think keith Keith didn't have his pick of supermodels again because he had to rely on this entire process to actually get women interested in him. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: The wedding. Wait, sorry, go ahead. The wedding. I was just no. Wait, you go and then I'll go. Oh, I just wanted to know, like, what's the weight that like Keith wants to like keep you under? What is Keith? 100 100
0: pounds. You think? no, I know, because there's a text between him and one of his, like, slaves or whatever that you can Google online, and this is if you want to basically, like, spoil a lot. If you want to spoil this entire show, just Google it, and there's so much de- so much juicy details online, but one I'll tell you that isn't a big spoiler at all is he's texting back and forth with this one, one of his, like, slaves or whatever. I, like, cringe saying that, and he's like, what's your weight? What's your weight? What's your weight? And she's, she, she says 130 pounds. And he's like, um, he's like, how quickly can you get to under a hundred? No. Yes, and she's like two months, and he's like, not fast enough, not fast enough. Like he's psycho, psycho.
1: Oh my! Gosh. Wow. If you're doing that, you're just never eating, right?
0: Yeah, you. you right. You're like eat. 500
1: calories a day. Yes. You're that.
0: like you're. I mean, all in is probably like a gorge fest if you're for you. If I you're was going to say A program. He makes Teddy Mellencamp look, like, quite benevolent. Have you been on all-in? Because, honestly, I can tell.
1: No. <laughs> what is this?
0: No, I'm sorry. That's what Keith was saying to his, uh, to his girlfriend, you know? He's like, I want you on the air diet, not the all-in diet.
1: Clearly, you've
0: been eating 900 calories every single day. His it checks says, it hurts my heart, the weight that you're at right now. Like, I can't. Is that crazy? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so does anybody remember, like, the wedding scene or – like it was a wedding or it was someone's like party. Like, does anybody remember this in that episode where he's like going around and like kissing everyone? Was like, like
1: Nancy's party.
0: Yes, yes, Nancy's party. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of the strangest like ten minutes of the whole docu series. Like, it was like oddly sexual. It just was weird because cool. he's not like a super. He wasn't like a dirty joke type of guy, but like then you see him in this other mode that's like
1: so gross. Well, and then I'm always just curious what Nancy's thinking too, with her daughters in it. Yes,
0: I just don't think Nancy knew about all the sex stuff. I really don't.
1: But don't Nancy would that. like kiss him on the mouth, and I like know, and like holding on to him all the time. Like I think Nancy and him slept together, oh, and I so don't did Pam. So.
0: You don't think? So. I I actually th- no, no, think so. Like, I definitely pa- don't. It was like Pam and Nancy, like Be- were like his two, and Barbara Boucher, who I love. I'm a we stand, Barbara Bruchet. Yes, house.
1: I stand. I stand her.
0: <laughs> all of the, all of his, all of his women literally, basically lived with him. So here's the thing: I don't think that I think Nancy, given the height that she was in to there's not a chance he was going to be sleeping with her, and not like giving her girlfriend, like top girlfriend status. Too. I just think they were super close. I do not think they were physically. Do you think intimate. she was more of, like the uh, Brofman sisters or whatever? Yeah, all that yeah. status for sure. Interesting. Interesting. Wait, wait, you guys. Okay, can I read you guys that a text between him, between Rhaenyry and that one girl I was just just talking to you about? This yeah. is about. This isn't about her weight. This is um, him pressuring her for a late night rendezvous. Mm-hmm. And this is this this woman really speaks to my heart. Okay, just listen to this. It's very quick. So Keith says, "Do you have physical desire?" And <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm tingly. <laughs> And her name is Camilla. That's her student name. And Camilla says, can emotional be enough? (laughs) And Keith says, if you want me to come tonight, I will under these conditions. There will be no talking. You will meet me at the door in the outfit you think I would find the sexiest. You, okay, sorry. If your kids are listening, turn off this podcast. You will arouse me we will make love for my satisfaction and pleasure you will do everything you can to provide that i will finish and leave do you agree yes or no <gasps> okay so guys oh this is why i love camilla cuz this is what she responds is there a reason why you picked 4am for this <laughs> and he says forget it then and she says no no it's 3:45 am and he says then question mark, and then Camilla writes, "Why no talking?" <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Good night. Too much pride. Good night."
1: Oh, her pride answers
0: <laughs> once again. Her pride was getting in the way of her becoming her most enlightened self. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: That is amazing.
0: I know. <laughs> oh, good night. Too much pride. <gasps> oh, Goodness. that's so crazy. Is there a reason you picked four AM for this? <laughs> honestly that should be that should be on my tombstone but it should say is there a reason you picked 10 p.m for this activity oh man kelsey truly you're a hero thank you for telling your truth
1: guys thanks for letting me be on this podcast my first one ever
0: you're our first other than our sis who you know recurring segments with courtney but other than her you're our first non-sister guest
1: oh i feel really really important
0: right now you truly are it was an excellent segment love you guys
1: love you thank you
0: love you okay bye that's all for now folks don't forget give us a five-star review hit us up on instagram at pop apologists and we will see you next week live every wednesday